Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's healthlock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Sean will be back tomorrow. Uh, We'll take some calls later in the hour. Uh, Right now, let's talk to uh, Carol Roth, who's a great entrepreneur, author of a book, uh, an excellent book called The War on Small Business, How the Government Used the Pandemic to Crush the Backbone of America. Uh, and it's good to have her back with us. Carol Roth, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mark. Great to be back with you. Hey, uh, explain what's going on in the world. It's just getting crazier and crazier. First, it was defund the police. Now, uh, here's an L.A. mayoral candidate calling the police the watchdog of white supremacy, and she vows to get rid of the police altogether. What is going on in the world? Will this ever go back to normal? Uh <laughs> One certainly hopes so, because the alternative isn't great. You know, I'm based out of Chicago, and I remember back in the summer of 2020 when my entire city was burned down with protests, and we were very fortunate. Um, Protesters came probably within a couple of blocks of our home, but didn't quite make it there. And I remember thinking to myself, for everybody who asks, why do you need an AR-15, This is why. The police didn't have an opportunity to do anything because our government here in in Illinois, the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, J.B. Pritzker, told them to stand down and told them to let these people do whatever it is that they wanted to do. And so we have basically a bunch of thugs who are running amok and a bunch of people coming after, you know, good uh, law-abiding citizens who want to protect themselves and trying to take away that right, and it's a really frustrating situation. But, you know, uh, Albert Einstein once said that uh, it's like the U.S. is like a gyroscope. If it ever leans too far in one direction, it'll snap back to the center. But I don't see that happening here, do you? 
I don't know that it's ever snapped back to the center. I feel like it goes from one polarity to the other. And I think in this particular scenario, I mean, you do see the pushback that every time, um, you know, there's a, a call for gun control and whatnot, that that's the biggest seller of guns out there. But, boy, it's going to take a whole lot of changes in order to swing and even to the center, you know, let alone the other direction. And we're certainly not yet on that side of the gyroscope that's moving us back towards the middle, um, which is very, very frustrating for Americans right now. Yeah. Now, you wrote a great book, The War on Small Business, but uh, it's uh, these government policies. It's like a war on every business, major business. Look at the airlines having to cancel thousands and thousands of flights and they report that uh uh they can't get staff even just the vendors that serve those planes they can't get any uh staff uh and this is every industry reporting this what's going to change yeah this is a great question i feel like mark that the war on small business and the average american is the only war that the u.s government has has won in the last you know multiple decades <laughs> whether it's the war on drugs um, or you know wars overseas this is this is the only one they're doing a really great job in unfortunately and we have these huge supply and demand imbalances that have resulted from government policy of course we had crazy fiscal spending of course we had the federal government spending but there's not enough discussion of how some of the policies impacted things like the labor market the fact that the fed put money into the market it pumped up people's 401ks it pumped up their houses values so we had three million people who retired early out of the workforce we had a a, a clamp down on legal immigration we had two million legal immigrants who didn't come back into the workforce uh, and then we had all this uncertainty with these COVID policies that basically people didn't know if, if their schools were going to stay home or if schools were going to stay open and their kids were going to stay home and, you know, who was going to go back and take a job. So now we have a situation where there are basically almost two jobs available for every job seeker out there, and that completely sent everything into disarray. So that is that long tail of the war, you know, these unintended consequences from central planners thinking they can just turn off the economy and flip it back on as if it were a computer modem yeah had they had they not done a lockdown in many states what would have been different you know florida didn't do a lockdown you don't see a big difference in the numbers Every, every, I mean, nothing would have been different with deaths if we had focused on the people who were at risk and we went through the mitigation strategies, we would have saved the country economically and we would have had no different outcome. There, there have been different approaches all across the globe. There is no outliers for those who didn't go into these crazy lockdowns, but there is a huge difference financially, you know, from those that had the central bank intervention for those that had, you know, the, the relief money and, and some of these other disruptions to labor and supply chain. So, you know, if we had let the stock market fall, if we had not sent out the relief money, you probably would have had the big business say, no way, this would have ended in the two weeks, the 15 days to slow the spread that they put out there, and we would have gone on and gone through this mitigation process, which people are still dealing with now. I mean, everyone I know has COVID right now, and they are, knock on wood, surviving it because the people who had the risk factors are taking the right precautions, and everyone else is going about their business. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the, 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 the shoplifting thing, that's another thing. To all of a sudden look the other way on shoplifting. It's killing big businesses, small businesses, stores, uh, Los Angeles, New York, everywhere. I mean, you, you can't buy anything in a drugstore in New York right now. 
everything is locked up, even a pack of gum. You have to get somebody to unlock it. This has got to kill these businesses. It absolutely does. I mean, there was footage that was going around. I think I saw some on Fox News today of that Sephora where they just walked in with trash bags and just basically emptied out the stores. So the big businesses are saying in some of these big areas, you know, it's not really worth us being there. We're going to transfer that business online. And then it's the entire ecosystem. You know, if you are a smaller business, you're a coffee vendor, you're a taxi cab operator, you're somebody who, who's in that ecosystem that relies both on the foot traffic as well as the employees being in those locations. When those big businesses go away, it has reverberations throughout the economy. The big businesses will be fine because because they can move their business, but that coffee vendor is not going to be fine. That's going to absolutely kill their business. Hmm. Yeah, but even if you're the big business, even if you're uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, Beverly Hills, I watched them throw cinder blocks at the window, hit yeah. it with baseball bats. They couldn't shatter it. So I asked them, it turns out it's a shatterproof glass made to withstand a cinder block thrown at it. <laughs> how about how did they know to have somebody to even develop that? And Saks knew they had to install it. What, what kind of world is this? No, I mean, it, it's really frightening. It's, it's basically, it's, it's ruining the quality of life um, for everybody around. I mean, who wants to go to travel to these areas? Who wants to go and just walk around your neighborhood? I mean, I live downtown Chicago. Um, I'm definitely not out and about the way that I was, you know, a couple of years ago. And it's, it's really a sad situation because they refuse to prosecute these people. They refuse to take a stand and treat this as if this is some sort of normal behavior, um, and it's not something that any of us should be standing for. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, I, even if you're a Democrat, even if you believe all this stuff, after a few years of all these people dead, killed, shot, all these stores robbed, wouldn't you say, you yeah, know, maybe this isn't working. Maybe we should try a different policy. <laughs> I mean, one would think, but you know, now I'm trying to get into the mind of the crazy people who said defund the police to begin with and thought that this was not going to result in these very obvious outcomes. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that are involved there that it, it's very hard to kind of get your head wrapped around. But this is not, you know, this is not something that's political. This is something that impacts everyone. And by the way, it's also impacting the people who are doing these things because at some point in time, you know, either that things are going to change or they're going to go into the wrong place. They're going to end up getting shot. I mean, th this is a place where we're destroying basic principles and values, and that impacts everybody. Yeah. Uh, then you got President Biden saying now he wants to ban 9mm handguns. They want to ban this gun. They want to ban that gun. But if you ever ask him, well, how about locking up the criminals? Oh, we can't do that. It can't have any bail, no jail. What kind of, how does anybody not put this guy in a mental institution? Yeah, it's, um, you know, certainly I have many questions on whether he is the person in charge of anything. And I think he just kind of, you know, whatever pops into his head, he tries to have that come out his mouth and usually not particularly coherently. Um, and it's hard to kind of know what to do because it's kind of hard to know who exactly the person is in charge and what it is that they're trying to accomplish, other than just by looking at the outcome, you know, the destruction of our way of life um and it's a it's a really really challenging thing and i understand people 
you know, there have been a lot of really bad things that have happened lately, and I understand the emotional response, but the emotional response does not produce a good outcome. And again, living here in Chicago, I can tell you the people who are procuring guns, these are illegal guns. These are people who are not supposed to be having guns. So I can't imagine a scenario where they want all of the criminals to have the guns and then all of us to be outnumbered and having, as I said, lived through um, you know, the crazy burning of my city a couple of years ago is certainly not anything I would stand for. Uh, Chicago, don't you have the toughest gun laws in the nation? <laughs> We have amongst the toughest gun laws in the nation, um, and we also have, you know, just horrific crime. I think over the Memorial Day holiday, it was 46 people who were shot and six people who were killed. And, again, I think if you, you probably go back, most of the firearms that are involved there are illegal and with people who should not have access to guns. And multiple repeat offenders who shouldn't right. be walking around anyway. Well, hey, Carol Roth, great talking to you. She's written an excellent book, which you should get, The War on Small Business, and uh, follow you on uh, Twitter and all that stuff, right? Absolutely. At Carol J.S. Roth, we'll see you there. All right. Good talking to you. Thanks you for too. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we'll take some calls in a minute. 1-800-941-SEAN is the number. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. He'll be back tomorrow. And don't forget, Hannity tonight, 9 o'clock, Fox News Channel. Hey, it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Normally you hear me uh, here in New York on 710 WOR, our big flagship station. Or you can get my podcast uh, any place you get podcasts. Let's take some calls. 800-941-SEAN is the number. 800-941-SEAN. Sean Hannity will be back tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Aaron in West Virginia. Aaron, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, okay. My thing about these school shootings is this. Every time this happens, and one time is too many, they go on about, you know, gun rights or all this stuff, you know, getting rid of guns. But here's the thing. Say you got, I'm pro-gun. Say they say you got rid of all guns tomorrow or you banned them, okay? People are not going to just give up their guns. The guns will be out there. There will be illegal guns everywhere. They'll all be illegal. If a criminal or crazy person wants to do that, they will. So one way that Democrats or anybody could really win right now is, you know, Democrats love to do everything on a federal level. Many public schools are, you know, get federal funding. We have a federal department of education. So let's go all out like we did with the airports after 9-11. Let's go. Let's get real security for our schools. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, thanks for calling, Aaron. It's a very good point. You know, we had a big problem with hijackings back in the 70s. Planes were being hijacked. Uh, but, you know, a guy with a gun would hijack a plane. It was happening about once a week, twice a week sometimes. So they put those sky marshals on every plane, sometimes two or three of them, and that pretty much ended the problem. You need to have uh, school security. Uh, the problem with the gun laws, even if you're a Democrat, even if you're for these gun laws, the problem is... If a politician passes a bunch of gun laws, then that's it. They go back to sleep. They just don't do anything. Uh, I hate to break it to you, but the crazed maniac generally doesn't obey laws. So just because you made it illegal does nothing to stop a crazed maniac. They don't care. And just because you ban something 
make it illegal doesn't mean it's gone. Uh, we, I think we tried that with drugs. I think we tried that with heroin and cocaine. We made it totally illegal, banned. That's it. Didn't make a dent in the problem. You can, I hate to say it, but you could be an 18-year-old kid and you can always get your hands on a gun. It, uh, hey, any kid, I hate to say it, but any high school kid can get his hands on drugs. He can find a drug dealer and get drugs. And if you were looking for a gun, all you got to do is ask the drug dealer and whoever he works for generally knows how to how to get a gun. So uh, it, 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 the real problem, go after the criminals. Here's Joe Biden. He wants to ban this gun, this rifle, this weapon. This Now he's talking about banning 9 millimeter. How about banning these criminals? You got all these Democratic district attorneys letting them all back out on the street. No bail. No jail. It's insane. Federalize that. You know, it's and, and you know, Biden could even stop these district attorneys. They're all Democrats. He's the head of the Democratic Party. If he flew to New York and met with that district attorney, marched into his office or the one in St. Louis, or wherever, and said, you got to stop this. you got to start putting people in jail. You want any future in the Democratic Party, you better listen to me. They would listen, but they're not going to do it. No bail, no jail, defund the police. Here's a candidate running for mayor, Los Angeles. She promises pledges to get rid of the police department. In that kind of world, your little gun laws aren't going to make a dent in the problem. Hey, it's no secret Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. It's over whether America is great at all, believe it or not. People are debating that, whether America deserves our love. Well, that's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale, events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, Mark Stein, Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free. And I urge you to sign up for it today. There's no charge at all. Our friends at Hillsdale and uh, the Sean Hannity Show want you to have a free subscription. So to get your free subscription, just go to SeanForHillsdale.com. SeanForHillsdale.com and sign up. That's Sean. For his for Hillsdale dot com. Do it right now. Sean for Hillsdale dot com. Well it's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. He'll be back tomorrow. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. I think I think it's safe now. Uh it looks like thanks to Elon Musk, the shadow banning is stopped. So you can uh, it's Mark Simone NY at Twitter. Mark Simone NYC at uh, Instagram. Uh Truth Social. I don't know. Should I yeah. I guess uh, yeah. I just started on Truth Social. You can try it there. Uh, and don't forget Hannity.com for all the latest news. Back in just a few minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to this show one time and you're Hannitized. Sean Hannity is back on the radio. Hey, uh, we'll take some calls. 1-800-941-SEAN is the number. It's Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, 1-800-941-SEAN is the number. Uh, the headline is, report says that Biden is mystified. His approval rating could be as low as Trump's and that it's a big sore spot for the president. Now, let me just think about this for a second. Uh, gasoline, $2 a gallon economy booming, no war anywhere, total world peace, uh, supply chain, everything flowing perfectly. Uh, you go from that to $6 a gallon, supply chain clogged, frozen, uh, crime everywhere, the biggest crime spike we've ever seen in the country. What was the headline? Biden mystified that his approval rating could be as low as Trump's. How could it be anywhere near Trump's? It should be Light years below Trump. If it weren't for the uh, rigging of these polls, it would be worse. Actually, uh, the latest uh, approval rating is at 35% for Biden. 35% is not good. That's about as bad as you can get. Uh, and remember, with Trump, they always screwed around with the polls. You know, they would uh, undersample Republicans. Uh, they would not use uh, likely voters. They'd use whoever they wanted. They'd call it adults and use whatever group they want. Uh, Biden says the uh, problem is his communications team. They're not getting his message out there. <laughs> what was the message? I don't know what the message was. Uh, he's like the worst communicator ever in the history of the White House. He's blaming the communications team. President has also told aides he doesn't think enough Democrats go on television to defend him. Hey, I watch MSNBC, CNN all day long, and there's Democrats defending him. The Sunday shows, Democrats defending him all day long. The report also says the president is particularly frustrated that his use of the term ultra-mega has not only not worked, it's been embraced by the right as a rallying cry. You know, they had some uh, focus group, uh, survey group, test out words to see which struck a nerve. And it was MAGA. MAGA was considered a bad thing, this MAGA. That's the word that offended everybody, struck a nerve in people. So that's what they came up with, ultra MAGA. They wanted to drill that MAGA word in. But again, they rig these polls. They're so busy slanting them that they forgot they were slanted. They survey many more Democrats than Republicans. So when they did the survey, of course they were offended by the word MAGA. They were surveying Democrats. So the whole thing backfired. Uh, it's, you, do you know that there are gasoline companies, oil companies, not oil, but the companies that own those gas stations, 
that are now fixing the pumps to add an extra digit to them because they believe it'll go over $10 a gallon and they'll need another digit. Now, this is the problem. I think uh, Biden and company, whoever, who, who really runs this whole thing? Does anybody know? Somebody, some group of George Soros types are all running this. You know, the field coach is Ron Klain, chief of staff, and uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Susan Rice, that's who I'm thinking of. That's how far under the radar she stays now. I couldn't remember her name. Susan Rice is like uh, the defense coach, or so they're calling the plays on there. You know, they type up the index cards, and Biden reads them, whatever they say. And don't think he won't run again. This is the perfect guy for them. If you need a uh, just a puppet to put out there, this old guy, you send him out there. He'll read whatever you write, and that's it. So don't don't think they won't run him again. But uh, nobody, you know, keep thinking this master plan, these masterminds at work. Look at the results. I don't think this is a bunch of masterminds doing this. Anyway, let's take some calls. Let's go to uh, John in Vermont. John, welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Mark. So in light of today's verdict with uh, the Sussman trial, and of course, Sean predicted that a week or more ago, Yeah, that uh, that would happen. But here's my question. Uh, John Durham apparently is going full force in a couple of other different directions. And what's the incentive for somebody like him? Because he's going to end up with the same kind of jury pool and judge in the swamp again. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks for calling. Yeah. It's an excellent point. Uh, you know, in the if you're the defense, you always try to move the trial. We need a, a neutral location. We can't have it here. We can't get a fair trial in this jurisdiction. I don't know if you're the prosecutor, if you're allowed to do that. I guess you can. There must be some way a prosecutor can move the trial out of there. But you got uh, uh, Merrick Garland controlling things the most a politicized attorney general we've ever had. So I don't know what you can do. And it wasn't just the bad jury that you get in Washington, D.C., totally uh, anti-Trump, pro-Hillary. But you had a judge who had no business being on the trial. So many conflicts of interest. His wife, the lawyer for Lisa Page, uh, he was married. He and his wife were married by Merrick Garland. Had so many connections to every inch of the swamp. Shouldn't have. He had connections to Sussman. Uh, of course, he didn't recuse himself. This was the most rigged thing in the world. So I assume Durham's got a plan B, and I assume we'll see it soon. Let's go to uh, Ken in Idaho. Hey, Ken, welcome to the Sean Hannity Show. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I don't think you have to worry too much about the Sussman verdict, um, whether it was a surprise on some of the evidence that came out there, whether he already knew it and it was confirmed. They can do conspiracy charges throughout the whole thing, and they can charge that in any jurisdiction where that conspiracy occurred. Yeah. So they could end up in Florida or anywhere else with it. And, you know, that was a little charge. Well, I think they got more than what they needed out of it, even though they did not get the conviction. Yeah, well, we'll see. I Listen, Durham looks like a smart guy. Uh, I'm sure he's got a plan B. I'm sure he's got this all. <laughs> I'm saying this, but I don't know. I'm hoping. We're just hoping he's got this all mapped out. Thanks for calling. Uh, I don't know. He looks like a smart guy, but I never trust a guy with those kind of mustaches. You know, it's like comes to a point and the uh, all that facial hair all shaved and all these weird. I don't know. He looks like he's out of the Wild West, but I assume he's thought this all through. And I assume he was prepared for something like this to happen. 
And let's be honest, he's not the quickest guy in the world. I mean, this you, you start at the bottom, you go after the little guy, you start the first one. This took 17 years. Uh, he may get Hillary, but you got to get her during her lifetime. That's the problem. This guy's so slow. Let's go to Steve in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Steve, how you doing? Welcome to Sean Hannity I'm Show. I'm doing, doing great. Doing great. Thank you for taking my call. I just had a question. You know, I've not. no one's talked about it, but... Uh, I've seen pictures of the ARs for the kid in, in Texas, and, and it had supposedly sixteen or 1,800 rounds of, of ammo. And the, the pictures of those guns, those are expensive guns. I'm, you're, you're talking a couple thousand dollars worth of guns. And uh, if you've priced ammo lately, you're looking at a uh, dollar to a dollar and fifty a round, and he had 1,800 rounds. Where did this kid, 18-year-old kid, get all of this money? That's a good point. Those two guns, I think, come to like four or five thousand bucks. You're right. The ammo's a lot of money. It's two dollars a bullet. Yeah, it's. it's roughly, I don't know anybody uh, worth that. I don't know. About fifty a bullet. Yeah. That's like uh, wow. So it's a very good point. Where did all the money come from? Uh, but what are you implying that somebody funded him? I don't think so. Well, I'm I'm just curious. Nobody's talking about it, and 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 just from. What I've seen on the news, I mean, his his family doesn't look affluent. Wh- where did he get his hands on those weapons? Well, it could you know? be just to put him on his credit cards, went into debt, knowing he's never going to be around to, to pay. It could be something like that. I don't know. But thanks for calling. Uh, a lot of questions here. And, and you know, uh, you can say no. nobody needs 1,600 rounds of ammunition. Nobody needs two of those. Nobody needs – but that's not the point. The point is you got to – do something about people like this running around uh, on the loose. Uh, there were four mass shootings every year. That was the average. Four a year from 1900 to 1970. From 1970 on, it was 29 a year. Now, why would that change? What changed? all? Well, it was about 1969-70 where they stopped putting everybody in institutions. They stopped uh, all that. They started emptying out all the mental institutions. That uh, is part of the problem. And a lot of the cases they'll put them instead of in an institution on those psychotropic drugs where it says right in the literature side effects maniacal behavior homicidal behavior uh the sandy hook kid on those drugs so that's where the real problem is it's and and again i keep going back to this as terrible as these mass shootings are by the way we're talking about the fact checkers all being asleep everywhere you turn you hear a democrat saying we're the only country that has these mass shootings Absolutely not true. Not even close. Uh, in fact, it, the only way to measure that fairly is per capita. Per capita, I think we're number 11 on the list. Ten countries beat us in uh, mass shootings per capita. But uh, the real uh, concern here is you got 19,000 people shot every year in gun violence. Almost all of them on the streets of our cities. C- crime. Chicago, New York, Philadelphia. That's where all the gun violence is. The mass shootings, the schools, uh, Buffalo, those type of things. Now, listen to this: are zero point two percent of shootings, zero point two percent of shootings. So it's great that Democrats show all this concern about this, but what about the ninety nine point eight percent? And that's about getting those criminals off the street. We had a terrible killing uh, two weeks ago here in New York. This Goldman Sachs executive just shot on the subway for no reason, and it turns out the shooter had been released nineteen other times. This was his, uh, he'd already had 19 major offenses and was still out, no bail, no jail. Uh, Biden, no concern about that, no mention of that, never talks about it. 
That's the big problem. Oh, we'll take some more calls. 800-321. Oh, wait. That's, that's our local number here. 800-941-SEAN. 800-941-SEAN. Mark Simone here for Sean Hannity. Sean will be back tomorrow. back. It's the Sean Hannity Show. Mark Simone here for Sean. Sean will be back tomorrow. We're just about done. Was it okay? Uh, let's check with Linda. Uh, <laughs> was it okay? Uh, you know what? You are always a pleasure. You are such a talent. We're so grateful to have you. It was really good. And you're funny. You're a funny guy. You get that New York snarkiness. You know, I can't get enough of it. Uh, and then listen to her off the air. Why can't we don't bring him back? First of all, I did not yell at you today, and how could I? Because I was the one that was having some trouble in the first hour. So oh, I stand okay. over here very quietly today, very humbly saying thank you. I can't picture you standing humbly. Okay. Maybe not humbly. Maybe that's not the right word. I don't know. All right. You know. Hey, uh, this guy, Alec Baldwin, you saw the uh, you saw the story with the football player and the airport, and he gets in a fight with the guy with the luggage. Yes. And he beats yes. the guy up. Alec Baldwin comes out against this. He said, this is no place anywhere for workplace violence. He's got some nerve, man. This guy. Some nerve. He is against workplace violence. He said, people come to work with an expectation of safety. Can you imagine what his attorneys are thinking right now? I mean, he is just, just shut your mouth. Shut it up. He's ridiculous. Uh, did you see the videos he did in the hotel room yeah. where he's talking about life staring into the camera? I'm like, oh, my God. You this think is insane. Is he just uh, – is he on drugs? Is he delusional? Is he, is he? I don't think he's ever not been on drugs, but I don't know that for a fact. That's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I, well, the, it's another thing you have to remember about him, and I always say this. You have to remember he puts on this fancy NPR attitude. He is just Joey Buttafuoco with a better suit. That's all oh, he yeah. is. Oh, you, yeah. You ever listen to his podcast? No. Oh, Does anybody? I do. <laughs> Is it where all podcasts can be heard? <laughs> it's where, uh, no, it's like an NPR podcast. You got to hear this. He comes oh, down God. trying to sound like some brilliant uh, professorial. Uh, he comes on and goes, hello, I'm Alec Baldwin. Oh, God. Well, today we're speaking with, uh, uh, and then you see him in real life. He's a obnoxious guy punching people in the street. No, uh, listen, he's your typical subway guy. You know, he likes to be in a brawl and be the tough guy. And then, listen, I'm not going to, when he was in Boss Baby, I loved him. You know, his voice was great. You know, I mean, as a cartoon character, he works out just fine. But in hey, real life, he, he's a hot mess. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, he was brilliant in that. But he was. Which the, one was he? He was the nasty guy that came in to give the sales pitch. Oh, said, really? Always be closing. And he, uh, I didn't know that was him. That's great. You don't know it's him because he's skinny back then. This was like 100, <laughs> 150 pounds ago. But, uh, <laughs> oh all right. Gosh. So you'll, everything's back to normal tomorrow. Sean will be Everything's back. back to normal. You're off the hook. And thank oh, you good. again for joining us. We all right. Well, it. thanks for having me. Always love doing it. Thanks for, uh, everything. And, uh, you'll hear Linda, Sean, everybody back tomorrow. Uh, all normal on the Sean Hannity show. Hey, did you know that uh, celebrations for uh, graduates and dads are the perfect setup for e-card scammers? If you click on one of these fake e-cards sent via email, it could install malware. It could steal your information. It could add uh, pop-up ads or trick you into buying something. 
So before you open any e-card, always make sure it comes from someone you know. And it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting people's lives. Hopefully not yours, but protect your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. And if you do become the victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it for you. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to protect yourself with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Now, you join right now. You can save up to 25% off your first year. Use the promo code Hannity. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or just go to lifelock.com, lifelock.com, and to get uh, 25% off your first year, just use the promo code Hannity. And, uh, oh, look at it. Look how I timed it out. Perfect. I got a minute left. What the heck do we do for a minute? Well, uh, hey, I'm glad you listened. And it's always fun being here. I listen to the show every day. So a great honor to fill in and do it. Thanks to everybody that called. And uh, normally you can hear me on uh, 710 WOR, a big flagship station here in New York. Or you just get the podcast. Everybody uh, loves podcasts now. Uh, My podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Any podcast site. Don't forget the Alec Baldwin. Just listen to this. And, of course, you can hear uh, uh, Sean tomorrow. He'll be back. And then there is Hannity tonight, 9 o'clock and every weeknight on the Fox News Channel. Set your DVRs. And Hannity.com is a great website to check every day for all kinds of news and stories and uh, all of that stuff. So thanks for listening. Uh, I'll be back, I assume, sometime. I hope. Uh, But thanks for listening. And take care. Sean Hannity, back tomorrow. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.